Stem Cells at Lunch Digested is brought to you by the Center for Stem Cells and Regenerative Medicine at King's College London. Hello everyone, thank you for joining the Stem Cells at Lunch Digested and today I have the pleasure to interview Dr. Vanessa Ripp. The first question would be, could you describe to the general public what is the focus and the main applications of your research? Uh, yes, so um, the work we do in the lab uh, is understanding how you generate different cell types in the embryo. And the organ we concentrate uh, our attention to is uh, the spinal cord. And uh, it's an organ where you have different types of neurons which are generated. And these neurons are very important for locomotion, but also for uh, sensing your environment. And what is really important, so the application of, of work is um, some of these neurons, okay, their generation is dependent on the activity of proteins, which are called PAX3 and PAX7. And um, there are two types of pathologies uh, which uh, affect uh, children uh, in which uh, the activity of this protein is also affected. So you've got a congenital disease, which is called spina bifida. And uh, basically, children which uh, of newborns, okay, they are affected by this disease. They have an open uh, neural tube. Their spinal cord is not closed. And uh, this uh, patient affected by this disease can actually hold mutation in PAX3. And so I believe that the, what we do in the embryo will, will gain insight into this uh, pathology. And uh, the second pathology, which affects also uh, children, is a cancer, which is called uh, rhabdomyosarcoma. And uh, it's a cancer that uh, affects soft tissues, and uh, which is associated with chromosome translocation. So um, basically, it's uh, uh, chromosomes that uh, exchanges... Uh, their um, uh, DNA materials. And that leads to the formation of an abnormal protein, uh, which is made of part of the PAX protein with part of uh, another protein, which is a protein called the uh, FOXO1. And that basically changes the potential of the PAX part. <laughs> and uh, it leads to cancer, cancer, um, cancer formation. Uh, and I, I believe that what we looking at in the embryo again, uh, uh, is likely to, to again, uh, bring uh, new ideas in terms of how these uh, tumors are formed uh, in children. Great, thank you for your answer. Could you give us a sense of your background and career path and how did you get interested in this field? <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I always knew that I wanted to do uh, research in biology, I mean, uh, from a very young age. Um, and uh, really, uh, as soon as start, I started my studies, uh, I've tried to do an internship in labs. And uh, I've done really cool things, actually, when I was really young. So uh, my first internship uh, was um, in a French lab that is studying uh, marine biology. And um, 
basically, uh, they've been harvesting uh, new species uh, that, that are actually found in, um, in the Indian Ocean, uh, in the cold part of the Indian Ocean. Wow. And uh, basically, I was uh, uh, looking at the species they've dragged <laughs> and analyzing you know, their morphology and trying to identify uh, whether it was a new species of fish or it was a species that was already known. And um, so really, I always liked uh, being in a lab, really, really. And um, okay, so uh, what I've done, I studied, is I've studied, um, I went in, into Indian junior school, uh, studying um, uh, agriculture and uh, uh and it was um my uh how can i say um lessons or teaching <laughs> in genetics and uh yeah. genetics in uh animal farm uh yeah that really bring me to uh understand uh how genetics was influencing phenotypes of cells and uh it, it was these courses that really, you know, brought me to where I am basically now. And um, when I look for a PhD, I was really looking into transcriptional regulation and uh, cell fate, really, really from the beginning. And when I met uh, Pascal Dolé, uh, he had uh, generated uh, several uh, mouse mutant lines for enzyme in the retinoid pathway, and he showed me the consequences on the embryo, it was phenomenal. It was really uh, huge phenotypes. And I, I don't know, I thought it was super interesting and uh, I went into it and never left actually. <laughs> <laughs> voilà. That's great, thank you. And um, so how did you get interested in more uh, pediatric diseases? Disease in children, um, as you said. Um, okay, there's a bit of um, pure hazard, I would say. I don't know if I can say this. It's a bit by chance. Uh, yeah. I was doing uh, an experiment in in cheek embryos and and just to test my hypothesis. And actually, I transformed the cells of the embryo into tumor cells. And um, I just thought, oh, I need to understand what's going on. And then with people of the lab, we decided to take on this project. But then what really pushed me towards this um, was actually uh, people from La Ligue contre le cancer. So uh, this is, um, uh, how can I say this in English? Um, it, it's a bit like Cancer UK basically yeah, yeah, yeah. it's an organization like cancer uk and uh, so i went to fundraising presenting our research to people and i met actually patients and uh, and doctors and so on and so forth and i actually meeting those people which are facing uh, the pathology they just changed my mind uh, and i thought this is really important i can uh, basically uh, if i can translate what i know from the embryo to, uh, to the pathology would be great. I mean, uh, it's like a, like a responsibility yeah, <laughs> yeah. as a researcher. And I, so now I'm really, well, I mean, half of the lab is working on this, actually. It's really important for us. That's great. Thank you so much for your answer.
Um, so what do you like the most about your work and the research that you're doing? Uh, <laughs> so what I like the most for sure is interaction with people. Really, uh, it's... Um, It's how we grow uh, as interacting people. <laughs> uh, it's really what I like the most. Uh, uh, we make bonds in thinking, in uh, developing ideas, and I re really like this. And then the second thing that I like is when you ha you observe something and you you're like, oh, I was really not expecting this, <laughs> and you're yeah. like, oh. What's going on? And then you go and look for hypotheses and so on. And each time this happening, I, I'm always uh, very happy, very excited, and I can uh, make theories <laughs> from nothing. So sometimes they go to the crash bin, but uh, um, it's really something that I really like uh, in our work. Um, um, something else is also interacting with colleagues because uh, science is um, it's a great hub of interacting people it's a job you're never alone and uh, I, i like this very much yeah that's great yeah and there's so much that can come from collaboration exactly yeah yeah, yeah absolutely um so what are your hopes for the future of your research and what do you think are the biggest challenges um Yeah, I thought about this question. So I think to me, there's two main um, future direction that I like, actually, I think. <laughs> I don't know if they're uh, the future direction for our field. And I don't know if it, it can be there can be a consensus on this. But I would say that things that interest me is really to understand how processes that take place at different biological scales interact or influence each other. And I really like, you know, projects where you go down from something that go uh, and happens to the nucleus, then you have a phenotype of the cells, then you have a phenotype at the tissue scales, and eventually at <laughs> an organism, organism uh, uh, scale, you know. And I, uh, yeah, I, I believe into this type of project. Really, um, they're very challenging because. Uh, Uh, you have to integrate a lot of data and different types of data. So, uh, but I like this way of thinking, and I think this is a real challenge. And uh, yeah, this is the first challenge I would say. And the second challenge um, is really getting into human development. You know, uh, by having now access to um, embryonic stem cells or stem cells which are induced to an embryonic uh, state uh, from uh, fibroblast or skin cells <laughs> uh, is really uh, an opportunity to understand how, how we as humans developed. And um, we know already from work from on different species, there are species specificities and so on. So it's, uh, uh, I think, really the future. And probably because we can get into, you know, a uh, question regarding evolution and so forth and so forth. So, yeah, I, th I think it's like, yeah. yeah, that's true. There's so many questions that can be answered from evolution to tumor, tumor formation with the stem cells. That's great. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. 
And based on your experience, what is the career advice for people who are aspiring to pursue a career in scientific, in scientific research that mm. you could give them? My advice would be the pleasure. <laughs> it means that um, I think it's a job where you can, uh, you can learn a lot, different skills, whatever. I mean, it's really, it opens to a lot of uh, skills. And, uh, and really what I believe is that it's to enjoy what you're doing. Yeah. And... Um, Curiosity, you know, try to be curious and also to go really deep also into the analysis of the results of what you have and not put everything if it's not, you know, something you were expecting exactly, but really try to to push the analysis of what you get, of what you have. This is my recommendation, basically. <laughs> That's great. That's very inspiring. Um, I guess because you moved from like agriculture to transcriptional networks and more into stem cells. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, that's really great. Cool. Oh yeah, I just had a question that was in relation to your talk. Yeah. Um, so I think you were talking a lot about the mouse embryonic stem cells mm -hmm. and I wanted to ask you if you were planning to use uh, induced pluripotent stem cells. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I mean, uh, yes, exactly. I mean, I, I, I really believe that this is the future and um, mm -hmm. we are. Actually, colleagues uh, of mine and I have set up a platform to uh, differentiate IPS into so um, um, pluripotent stem cells, which are induced, uh, a platform to generate from those cells uh, organoids, Uh, which are reminiscent of uh, the brain and the spinal cord. And okay. we, we hope, uh, so we all together, we seven of us, and working on different uh, signaling pathways and pathology. And we hope that together we'll try to uh, identify important and common uh, signaling pathway in uh, congenital disease affecting both the brain and the spinal cord. <laughs> so, and um, earlier you mentioned that one thing that you enjoy a lot about working um, in research was the interactions between colleagues. Mm -hmm. I wanted to ask you, how do you think the lockdown has affected you and your lab and how has going back to the labs been? Uh, I think we had the chance to, so we are very small lab, okay, I think uh, to, right now we're six. But it's the maximum we can be. <laughs> But uh, what I mean is uh, we're really close to each other because we, you know, we're not a lot. Um, and so uh, during the lockdown, we basically talk with each other two to three times a week. And um, it was great because we talked about what was going on, you know, what was this virus, uh, what, you know, every day we knew something new about it, right? Uh, almost, you know, yes. um, the symptoms, uh, the where it was coming from, and so on and so forth. So between us, we discussed this a lot, you know. And in addition, we basically take, took the time to write down papers, analyze data, um, read papers, discuss paper together. It was actually a nice time, you know, because we posed experiments and we 
time to think more. And it was, I think, really nice. And for some example, Lina, student of the Bar, she started to write her PhD and she came up with ideas that uh, they were new, you know, and uh, it was, yeah, so I think it was a nice time. And then I have to say that um, uh, to start again working was easy because the people in the institute or director, uh, uh, but also the direct the uh, directory board was really good in um, establishing rules which were practical for everyone. And I have to say we were really lucky and uh, we haven't been impacted, I mean, uh, so much after, you know, uh, once the lockdown was released a little bit. I mean, we've been working like normal. Yeah. What I miss the most is actually... Uh, conferences and seeing for example i'm talking to you it's really nice but i i'm sure i would have preferred to be with you in the same room yeah. definitely you know um it, it's uh yeah definitely i mean uh, it, it's yeah. never the, the same yeah it would have been great to have you to the center mm -hmm. <laughs> um cool. Thank you. and the last question would be outside of the lab what do you enjoy doing and what are your hobbies mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, so I do a little bit of painting. Uh, <laughs> uh, I like to do sports as well, like uh, fitness, you know, it's not really something funny. <laughs> I do the swimming pool, but now for a year, uh, the swimming pool was closed. So, oh, right, yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, I enjoy traveling. Uh, you listen to some music, going to theaters. I like it so much. Um, <laughs> a concert as well. I like rock music. And um, and that's it. I think uh, it's quite a lot. <laughs> Restaurant yeah. as well. And, uh... <laughs> well, it would be great if we could um, host you again for Stem Cells yeah. at Lunch and you could come to London and enjoy the theaters there. Ah, I yeah. love London. This is yeah. my favorite city in the year, oh, in Europe. Yeah, yeah, I love it. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you so much for joining us today, and it was yeah. great to interview you. Yeah, uh, thanks so much, Victoria, for everything. It was really pleasant. Thank you.